are on. I have arrived. It's it's a vibe. That's the vibe. It's always a vibe because it's Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I love Ice Cube. I think that's a really good way to start this um, episode. Um, she talked about my love of Ice Cube and yay yay that's just again <laughs> iceberg. it really is and i'm just in like a weird space today so i apologize if i don't have as much energy um i think i have finally peopled myself out you probably did it was so much i love my friends Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you won't have to worry about that one at least for me for a while um so guys just so you guys are on the same page as me um and Stefan uh yesterday I went outside outside like for real for real mm-hmm. and I think I'm now dealing with the effects of coming down from that um so you guys like understand why I have to like take so much time in between like social outings um, because it takes a lot out of me, and I didn't even realize like how old I had gotten. Because like I before, I need like an hour to recharge. But today, baby, it ain't it ain't coming back like it used to. So I'm just like, ah! well, oh no, That's the vibe I'm feeling. But I'm grateful for it. I really appreciate my friends for including me um, in all of their endeavors, and that they love me enough to be like, it's time for you to come out of the house. And you follow. And I do. I, I genuinely do. Like if my friend friends are like, it's time, I'm gonna come. Everybody else not so much, but that's neither here nor there. Anyway, <laughs> um, so friend, how was your week this week outside of yesterday? Because we kind of talked a little bit about what we did, but you can tell us what you did yesterday. I can tell you what I did yesterday. Um my week was trash. Overall. Get into it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> I'm officially old. I pulled my back doing something stupid. Um, so I'm not going to talk about that because I'm not that vulnerable yet. Um, <laughs> but just know I pulled it doing the smallest of tasks. And I was pretty sure that I wasn't going to walk again. But um, but I am. I'm, I'm back upright. I'm mobile. My back still hurts a little bit. But hopefully um, this third time is a charm and we'll be good with this chiropractor. Um, but then yesterday I threw a pride party, which was awesome. Loved it. It was such a good time. People showed up and in this close to post COVID world, it's still nice to know that people will still show up for you when you're doing things to that are important to you. Sorry, I had to secretly cough. Because um, <laughs> anytime, like, even not even to like a slide swipe your pride party, but just like now, like you said, in the post COVID world, like in connection with people and everybody having a little bit of anxiety, and be like, ah! yes. you know what I mean? And then when you cough or you sneeze, it's automatically, do you have, you know, did you get vaccinated? It's, it's, a, it's a thing. Um, but that's that. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> Sorry, no. my energy is also super low today. Because, like, when I tell y'all, my friend really don't be playing with the party. Like, 
he don't be playing with the parties. And <laughs> I know the vibes because it was beautiful. It was a beautiful experience. I really enjoyed it for what I could stay for because apparently, again, also my friends get on the same page and have multiple events the same day. So that's another conversation for another day. It is. It is. But it's a it's not a bad conversation. It's just um, coincidental at, at least. And I don't know what it is at best. Yeah, I don't know. And I just like noticed that because I think the last so just again to give you guys a further look into who I am as a person. The last time I think I went out like that had to be like right before COVID and two of my good friends were having some sort of event and they were having it on the same day. And it's just like, why are we like this? I love it because, again, I get double doses of people and I can support everybody. But then also it's like, damn, like, why are y'all like this? Right. (laughs) And I didn't recover as quickly as I did last time. So I'm just like, damn, I'm getting old. And I think that's where the conversation will be today. Like, talking about age, ageism, and just the joy of getting older. I don't want to say... I don't want to equate getting older to something negative um, and something that we shouldn't look forward to. And it's necessary. Like we will all get old. Like it's never not going to happen. So it's like, let's just have a conversation about let's just be real. Let's just be real with the, with the knowledge and the understanding that we are aging. Get into it. Um, But as far as me, my week was, I don't want to say it was trash, but it was just very, like, lackluster. It was giving. I'm done. That's what it was giving. Like, we all just have a week where, I mean, you get to a certain point in a month and you're just like, I'm done. That's what last week was. Like, I had went from having a, the previous week where I was very laid back. And I think I came on here and told you guys, I'm chilling. I'm not doing too much. And the baby, I came into this week and said, okay, that's out the window. Let's pick it back up. <laughs> and I don't think I should have did that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, no. I think, again, speaking about the joy of getting older, I think I need more time. And I need to respect my body. You know what I mean? I don't think, and you mentioned that too, like, the older you get, the more you need to really listen to your body. If your body is like, mm-hmm. it's a dub. It's a dub. It doesn't mean go. And last week really taught me that, like, it didn't mean go. Like, it really meant for you to, like, rest. <laughs> um, so, that yeah. was my week. Like, I did way too much. I had too much dip on my chip. <laughs> and You're funny. It was too much for my soul. So, I know better now. For the yeah. next two weeks, I am fake quarantining. Um just because I need two weeks to get back together from all the peopling that I've done. Not even just in the sense of being with my friends, because I love you guys. You actually recharge me, believe it or not. But the new interactions with new people, as well as over the internet and all the stuff from the week before. Right. Plus, I mean, we had a major universal event shift. We had a lot going on universally last week. I don't... I don't know if you want to talk about it specifically, but I know that my spiritual TikTok was flooded, over flooded with like all the things that were 
transpiring last week? It was twenty vibes. I will say the major vibe of last week is that um, Mercury and retrograde went direct, and we were so glad to see her go because she had really just gotten her like Birkin bag and mm-hmm. decided to behave wildly. Um, and she didn't really go out like chill. Like she went out kicking and screaming. Yeah, she was she was exercised this week. Yeah, like she she we politely asked her to go multiple times, <laughs> and she did not go out without a fight. It was ridiculous. Yeah, and she's not done. So I just want to let the people know that, and I think that's the confusion. Like we all get excited when she goes direct, but for real, for real, she ain't done. You know, she is one of those girls that you know she has to come to the party late and then she overextends her welcome and she comes to the party sometimes very very early um in the shadow period which is the beginning part and the end part it's about a two-week period where she starts to you know like finally walk away and sashay away and you know we still had this week of that so she went direct and then she continued to say act the fool like correct <laughs> just kept spiraling it sounds it almost sounds like she is uh setting herself up for the next time we go into retrograde. Like yeah. we we didn't we didn't end this one. Like it physically ended, but she left some uh what some um, remnants. Yes. <laughs> Cliffhangers. <laughs> for for the next go around because that ended and now I think Jupiter's also in retrograde. Yeah, so Jupiter being in retrograde retrograde is not as bad, but again, again, when we do retrograde, everything is slowing down, thinking back, um, and setting ourselves up for the vibes. Jupiter has a lot to do with luck. So this is a good retrograde because, okay, we can have some time to plan our next few months, decide what it is we want to do, our goals, and how we can harness, you know, the Jupiter, if you will, mm-hmm. um, and use it to catapult us to success. So she's not that bad of a girl. She's really, I, I like her. She's my fave. Um, but she also brings some hard lessons as well. So none of these retrogrades are just like sweet. But she's definitely better than Mercury. Mm-hmm. I'll definitely tell you that. Um, and it's shorter. And it is shorter. And she doesn't have much of a shadow period. And she, again, she arrives to the party on time and then she takes her ass home. And yep. Mercury is not her. And she does set you up and get you ready for when she returns. Um, just so you guys know, I believe she returns again in September, if I'm not mistaken. That's probably me. about right. Don't quote it's me probably about that. right, though. Um, but she will definitely return. So get your boots and, you know, <laughs> get your, your things backed up and be ready for her return. Because when she comes, she comes. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I just, it, it, it was a week to be had. We also, which I will let you talk about, um, Brittany, um, she came onto the she just came onto the scene, and she told the girls all her business. And I want her to be free. I'm not even like following that situation too closely because I'm a very casual social Britney fan. But we need to free her immediately because what was that friend? Uh, you know, I really wish that I I knew, like <laughs> how. I don't know how to break somebody of what is essentially a curse. Like she is, she 
got taken advantage of at a, at a very vulnerable point, vulnerable point in her life. And from that point to her working on herself to get to the place where she's at now, she's she's had leeches. And just yeah. these people that want to latch on to her spirit, like not just her physical, not just her emotional, not just her mental, like her core being to just shred her of every human right that she actually has. And nobody she should be out here living like this. I'm just, I don't even know the ways in which I was disturbed by her testimony and them allowing her to actually publicly come forward because I think this is something she had tried to do before but it didn't go through or something Correct. and she wasn't really able to speak her truth but I'm just like Brittany really been uh, been in like sex trafficking like slavery low key and I really like that she made that point to like really tell the people what the tea was because I think a lot of us are not as knowledgeable or don't necessarily understand what sex trafficking is or what it looks like but you right. know and definitely we're we've been trained in it um mm-hmm. via school and in other trainings and continue education and sis has really been sex trafficked and it's it was gross to me that you know somebody like Brittany, somebody I grew up with and I grew up with her from like the Disney Mouse like with the Mickey Mouse Club. I'm Correct. old. You know what I mean? So like I don't <laughs> I know Brittany from the Mickey Mouse Club, and then when she came back as like a teenager, I was like, "Oh shit, that's my girl!" You know what I mean? Her and Christina mm-hmm. and Justice. So I knew them as a tiny tie. You know what I mean? So for me, it's a little bit different. Like it hits a little bit different. Like yo, she really been sex trafficked this whole time, okay? And then it just let you, or it opened up my mind to think about all the other women in the art, the industry who are maybe not in a conservatorship, but are also in those types of agreements. Or are being held to against their will in a certain type of contract or place where they can't perform or they're being over, you know, you know, pushed to a limit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really like sex trafficking. And I love it. And I think she really she I mean, she told the T. And I think that was the whole thing for me. Like when she said sex traffic, I said, oh, my God, this is so coded. And she really is telling on these people like her dad really has been like pumping her out probably since Mickey Mouse days. And we really was like going up for that, and I'm I'm sad because like we I'm the fan, which is what I mean by we. Yes. We, in our thought process now, because we're like three, really, let's get her out of it. But our constant need for content or our constant need to spend our money someplace, right, mm-hmm. has cost this lady her life. You know what I mean? Correct. She has not been able to move forward in her life because her fan base has been so consistent and so loyal that the people around her, like you said, those leeches have been able to suck her soul out mm-hmm. um, for financial gain in some ways that we don't even know about. Because when she, I'm telling you, when she said sex traffic, I said, damn, Brittany really got on here and told the truth. I can't. And I think one of the, I think, and not that everyone does everything for like their fans or whatever, but you know, it's been a whole movement it's been a whole thing trying to fight to make people understand that 
you know, that there are a huge population of people. I'm sorry, there is a huge population of people that really are behind her and in support of her and trying to make sure that she has the same amount of rights as like we all do. And I, so I feel like a part of her speaking out and talking about it was kind of to let everyone know that like, this isn't just a hashtag. This isn't just what's trending now. This isn't just like a hot topic. Like this is, this is her life. And she physically has to fight people to live her own life the way that she wants to live it. Get into it. And I think this turned into a free Britney episode, which I think we can. <laughs> I will never deny a Britney episode. Um, because we need to free that lady because it's just like she's a person. And I think it also, I hope, opened up stand culture or stands to understand that the people that you go so hard for and the people, like you said, that you want to support and give so much energy to are real people mm-hmm. and not just this entity or this personality or this. Um, what's what I'm looking for, a package that you can consume. Like, again, if we had literally just acted like that lady didn't exist, I feel like we probably would have had a quicker resolve to this whole situation. Because she wouldn't have been as profitable to where her father or whoever her team is thought that it was appropriate for her to, again, work herself to death, making sure she can't have any children, any more children, or, you know, all those different things so that she could keep working. Yeah. And it just makes me sad. And then I think about people like Nicki Minaj and Beyonce and how, you know, hard their lives have to act really be. Um, mm-hmm. Because they're so popular and they're so talented and they're, they want to share their talent with the world, yet the world is heck bent on, you know, damaging them. And I just, that's well, oh God. And then, like, damaging them through idolizing them. How Wait, weird is that me? concept? Like you're you're doing more harm than good when you think that you're just doing good, and then when you find out, and it's just I mean, somebody put a post up on Twitter that they uh, quoted us weekly saying like we stand behind you, you know, free Britney, one hundred percent, whatever, whatever, and somebody quoted it and then put different covers that they've had of her this entire time like on there of you know obviously not so great covers um but it's like you're you're a part of the problem get into it and i just feel like i love that we can have these types of conversations this is why we have a podcast you guys it is um but again in stan culture and again you think like you said you're doing the right thing and you're not and you're making their lives harder yeah you know what i mean because it was just this again just going back to the sex trafficking and for you guys for those of you who don't know the basis of sex trafficking is you know taking somebody and removing them from their environment maybe potentially kidnapping them and you know forcing them into sex work um and you know pimping and that is very much what he did to his daughter. You yep. know what I mean? So I can only imagine um, what that young lady has been through. You know, I can only imagine what Britney Spears has had to deal with on the back end and then for her to have to get up 
and work and feed all of these people who are literally killing her. Yep. All And I just keep trying to say, like, all just to do something that she loves to do in the first place. Yeah. Like, it's the reason that she wanted to do it, not because she wanted to be. And, like, you'll you'll hear it from all the people that she's worked with. Like, it wasn't like she intended to be this huge celebrity. She just wanted to be a pop star. She wanted to make music. Um, and she did and had a really good career. Not, and I'm speaking like it's over, but I hope it's not over. Um, but she wasn't just like a, oh, I want to be a pop star so I can get rich and, you know, make all my dreams come true. It was like she wanted to be a pop star because she genuinely just loved singing and loved the art of making music. So you go from that to, <clears throat> excuse me, her being literally one of the most it famous, like, white women pop stars that we've ever had in the history of what we know as music for a good couple decades. And so now she has a name that, you know, will go down in history. But like, when you look at all the things that she's had to work through and face, it's, it's, it just blows my mind. And I think at the time that she really went off the rails, it was a pivotal time in her development. If we think about a young adult, things that we don't talk about and this is why uh, again we have this podcast but mm-hmm. the changes that you make or that nobody tells you about in between you being 19 and 21 is fucking insane yeah I mean and they ugh, yeah sis was really out here living her best young adult life because I believe um Stephen correct me if I'm wrong I think she was she hadn't been she couldn't have been no more than 21 when this like went left um no she was she she's this is her she's about to be 40 Mm -hmm. so she's nine years older than me which means she would have been about 20 this is 2008 so 27 yeah it's when i tell you the changes that occur during young adulthood that we really don't prepare people for is gross. Yeah. And she literally was making like all the mistakes that anybody would be making at that time. Correct. Like 100%. I'm always just the new, the newest thing for me is really trying to, force my perspective on the other on the op- opposing side of like my thought processes and so when I think about putting myself in a different perspective or this kind of the same perspective is I think about like the decisions I was making in the life I was living at 27 28 give or take and I'm like you know what I see why she did a lot of the things that she did and I'm not even a celebrity. Right. But like her quote unquote going crazy was essentially where a good bulk of us are at right now. Yeah. We're just not celebrities. So it it just hits different when it comes to her. And I mean, when it comes to celebrities in general. Um, but I just think like 
imagine one decision that you make at the ripe young age of 20-ish, 27-ish leads to you having to be controlled for like 13 years of your life. Okay. And it just doesn't, it doesn't add up. It doesn't make sense. Nope. And I think her testimony really, if you are are confused as to what they had that girl doing, I just need you to know, you know, it, it, it's true. You know what I mean? Like, Brittany really been like in low key slavery, sex slavery, um, for the last thirteen years, mm-hmm. and it's time for her to be free. You know, she we have to give Brittany free shout out to Amistad and Sinke in that very poignant, poignant message. You know that he made in that film. If you don't have time or have never seen it and have time, please check out Amistad. Yes. I really try not to tell people to watch um, black trauma porn, but he really had the idea as far as what we need to apply to Britney. We need to get that lady free because it just don't make no sense at this point. You know what I mean? It's like she wants to move on with her life. She's had several different partners, um, several different relationships. She's she again. She's forty now. I feel like at the time she was put into the situation. Again, it was not, it didn't make sense to do. And I just feel like we need to be done with it. And we need to get that lady free. Like she deserves it. She doesn't deserve to be treated like an animal. None okay. of us do. And especially I think us as, you know, black creators, black creators and creatives and just black people in general understand the type of duress that Brittany is experiencing on another level. Yes. So if we tell you, it's time to free that lady. It's definitely time to free that lady. Yeah. It, yes. That's all I can say is yes. Because it's time. it's time. It's been time. It's time. Like, we need to let that lady go and let her be where she needs to be at and let her rest. And when she's ready and if she's ready and willing to produce more content for us, we should, you know, accept her with open arms when she's ready and don't want her to be freed. And then the pressure from her fans or her fans to immediately turn out content. Like, I, I don't even think that makes sense either. Like, that lady needs to go be on some eat, love, pray shit for at least okay. three years. Correct. So she can get herself together. Well, and I even think about, like, she... She decided not to do Vegas in 2018. So we're in 2021. She could have had an she could have had another baby by now. Yeah. She could have um had another album by now. She could have had whatever she wanted by now if she just didn't have to be so controlled. Yeah, like it's so many other things she could have did and amount of time, even from a, a residency, because financially speaking, that would have been huge for her team. And I don't blame her for walking out on it. And I watched a documentary um that was on Hulu, the New York Times. And mm-hmm. just, she even it, even in that, it's just like it's time. Give that lady free. 
It's time. Very much so. It's time. Um, friend. Yes. We got some questions we need to continue to answer. We do. So that the people know the vibes when they see us. They gonna know us. They gonna see us. They gonna know us. When you know better, you do better. Get into it. So I'm in the process of getting those questions. Friend, I, again, I appreciate you for sharing your love of Britney Spears with me. Yes, of course. Always. And the one, yes. I have one last comment about it. And more so in a reflection of like where we are and this the state of where um i don't know maybe us just in our 30s i'll speak to the people in the 30s um Brittany was like not allowed to live her 30s at all like that is just that is a decade of things that she just did not get to live freely so don't take days, minutes, seconds, hours, weeks, months. Don't take any of those for granted because they could be taken away. Like she, a part of her died because of all of this stuff going on. And that sounds dramatic, but like. It's true. It's true. You lose a decade. You you don't typically lose a decade of not being free as a person. Unless you are enslaved, you're captured, you're kidnapped, you're you're sex trafficked. Yes, um, all of the above and anything in between because I lost the word that I was thinking of. But yeah, but like you, that happens when you die, not when you are still living, breathing, being up and able to make conscious decisions for yourself. And again, I know that we don't know everything that happens behind closed doors, but be grateful for it. Um, You know, bring goodness, attract greatness, live with kindness because you don't, it could just be taken away and you may never get a reason or an answer for why it's taken away. It just happens. Friend, I just love you because you be on here preaching. (laughs) You be preaching and I'm just a part of the choir just like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm. Tell it. Go ahead. It's just, again, give that lady free. That's all I can say. And if you, like I said, if you have time, you really want to understand what Brittany is facing. Um, and not to lessen, you know, slavery because, well, damn, that's a whole episode. But mm-hmm. um, give us free. You know what I mean? Give Brittany free and give us free shit. Like, <laughs> right, give though. everybody free. Let us out. Let us so, be free. Just let us be free because oh child. Watch the movie. Um I yeah, think we might make good. that a segment. We might recommend movies for people to watch. It's definitely not always gonna be movie um trauma, black trauma porn, but I think Amistad is a strong place to start in our movie recommendations. Mm-hmm. Get out will also eventually be on that list, but get into it. I still need to watch it all the way. Um, I keep seeing parts of it. Like I'll start it and then I never finish it. So I will. One week we will definitely talk about Get Out, and I will completely watch it in its entirety. Yeah, you gotta stop acting like it's not. It's not gonna be a good movie. I didn't say that it wasn't gonna be a good movie, but (laughs) since we're here, before we get into these questions, I did just want to go off on a mini tangent about black trauma porn. Um, I have gotten to a point where I don't want to see black people harmed or in pain. Um, 
I guess a lot of those movies, they're good movies. And I'm not, I think Jordan Peele is, is genius. Um, and the way that he tells stories and I'm super proud of him and I fucks with him heavy, but <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't want to see it. Even if we right. are the protagonist and we are in a place of empowerment, I just don't want to see it. I um, but there are some other black films that I know are lit and I know that you can get what you're supposed to get from them. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's why I haven't watched it in its entirety, just because I just feel like I can't re-traumatize myself. I just can't. But that's me. That's my own trauma work. That's my own shadow <laughs> work I need to do. So, yeah. you know, we're not going to talk about me. So, with these questions... <laughs> <laughs> we'll um, get back into it another day. Okay, we will be back because we can get into it. The question that, the first question that we have, we're going to answer three of them. Um, is what is your favorite memory? Now, I asked somebody this funny enough on a date and they like could not come up with an answer. <clears throat> they ain't got I, was like, I was just like, you don't a, a memory? Like nothing? Okay. Cool. Say less. I have a lot of good memories. Um I think my one of my favorite memories is probably just getting lost in Mount Rainier. Ooh. I feel like I talk about that a lot. And I probably shouldn't have done it because it was not the safest. I'm not a camper, I had no self-service, and I told no one that I was going. Oh, my fucking God, Frank. I know. It was not great. Um, and I regret that part because these, if y'all haven't seen the things about these national parks on TikTok and, like, with factual basis to back it up, y'all need to go check them out because they are not always safe. Most of the time, they're seemingly not safe because so many people get lost there. Um, however... I went to three or four different parts of the national park that surrounds Mount Rainier and it was beautiful and it was freeing. And I took some tree bridges that I probably shouldn't have taken, but I did and overcame those fears anyway. So I did it. Friend, I love you. Um, (laughs) So, one of my favorite memories absolutely, positively has to be, oh my god, I'm not gonna cry. Um, Watching the Philadelphia Eagles win the Super Bowl with my older brother, oh my god, at his house. Oh. One of my favorite memories, it's not sad, but just emotional like that, because he loved the Eagles, we all love the Eagles, and to see that, and that'd be one of the big, the one of the last things he was able to do, like, with us as, like, a family, oh my mm-hmm. god. And just for the Eagles to win, like, just so I don't sit here and cry, true. but for the Eagles to true, win. True. Um, oh, my God. Like, that had never happened. So, um, being from, you know, the tri-state, being from Delaware and Philly, being so close, like, the energy of that and being able to see that in real time is, is something I will never forget. And my son was able to see it, too. So, he can always say that the one time that the Eagles won, I saw it. Yeah. Um, so that's one of my favorite memories. Um, oh my god, I love it here. <laughs> Me too. I love it. So, the next question is if you could, what type of animal would you be? And I think this is kind of like if we created one, but if you had to be an animal, what type of animal would you be? 
Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, what kind of animal would I be? Uh, a queen bee. Get to it. Get to it. I don't. I have to run the colony. It's the worst. I don't um, <laughs> have to put in that much work. And, you know, I tend to get taken care of the best. And, but I also, you know, lead a pack of animals that are very intelligent. The earth would not survive without us. I'm sorry, without them, I'm not a bee yet. But, uh, <laughs> I love it. You said, if I come back, I'm coming. <laughs> ah, I love it. Um, but yeah, and then, you know, they help, they help places thrive. Has shout out to the, the bee movie. You know what? Don't even do me because again, I love that movie. movie recommendations. The B movie is definitely on there. Get into oh it. Oh my gosh, it's so Gary good Seinfeld did his thing in that. He show. did, and I don't even like Seinfeld the show like that. But yeah, I like let's him talk about that. that. I don't either, but person. he did his thing. He did that movie is brilliant. <laughs> I don't care what nobody says. He did his thing. Um, for me, I would be uh, um, I want to say a yak Ooh. or. <laughs> A mammal, obviously, but of the like bull family, I am a Taurus to like true the ninth degree, and it's just something about being able to in beautiful like open spaces mm-hmm. and don't have to really worry about anything. You know what I mean? Like I really would love that type of energy. Yeah, and I have a picture of a yak in my phone. <laughs> that I took at um, where was we at? I think we was at Millburn Orchard or something like an orchard, and it had like little animals, like it had cows and all different types of things. Uh-huh. And I saw this like yak, and it was like majestic. Like I had this beautiful brown, silky long hair. It had a cute face. It didn't have the horns. Um, okay. <laughs> But it was like beautiful, and it was just laying there. It was just like, oh my god, this is me. I love it here. <laughs> You're funny. I love it because I mean, at my core, I'm comfortable. I love to just eat and just lounge around. So, I think if I had to come back, I would definitely come back as a yak or some sort of cow. I feel it. That's good. I feel it. Um. So the last question for this episode is, who is your best friend? Who? Oh, <laughs> shout out to uh, shout out to you. Oh, it's me. I'm gonna keep it short and simple with that. Keep shout out to you and all of your support and all of your encouragement and hey. all of your vulnerability. And um, did I say kindness already? I'm gonna say it again. Oh, I love it, Fred. Um, yeah, I'm gonna leave it there. That's all that needs to be um, said. I appreciate Stefan so much. He is my best friend. And I just want to talk about how I have done so much witchcraft on Stefan that it makes no sense. (laughs) (laughs) Why would he get on here and say this stuff to me? (laughs) Um, I love my friends and I love Stefan. And Stefan is like one of my newest best friends. But I think it had to happen when it happened. Like, I think it was divine timing just because we know so many people in common. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. That we had not really physically met until like, was it two or three years ago now? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It makes no sense that we literally did not meet before that time. But I think it was divine timing. And I think that, you know, Stefan brings you so much joy to my life. 
and he is just such a sweetheart and I really appreciate everything he's done for me and mm. everything he's going to do for me and I I love you friend I love you too why are we like this because we're crazy yeah that's because friend who told me to really be outside yesterday like listen you was outside outside you you were so outside you started smelling like outside can we talk about that? Like, I really <laughs> had no business being outside. Like, no. Okay, I don't know if I'm going to do that again for a while. Let's say I'm so <clears throat> Um, Because I was too much outside. But I love it. And anytime that my friends want me to come outside, they know I'm going to pull up. Even if I got to bring my baby. Um, yes. Because we love him. Because Cam is something else. Let me tell you about Cam before we end this episode. Cam has been trying me today, yo. Like he started off the day wrong. He smacked me in the head with a pillow this morning. Oh, that's and right. we've been beefing ever since. <clears throat> so, did he do it on purpose? I feel like he did because he wanted me to figure out what he was going to eat. And I'm oh, just like, at this I point, can't. I've teached him how to make waffles, so there should be no reason why you're coming in here at 9 a.m. after we was out all night. We was out all night, but oh, one last story before we go. I just want to talk about how if I'm trying to make soul food, that store should carry all the ingredients. I was make I made some greens today, mm-hmm. and greens for Black people require animal parts, and yes. they're particular animal parts. They're smoked animal parts. Sometime in the '90s, as a culture, African Americans moved ourselves from pork. And we moved over to turkey, right? Mm-hmm. Smoked mm-hmm. turkey parts. Yes. And the fact that I had to go to two grocery stores to find these smoked parts so that I could make my greens Ooh. Get hurt my feelings. Because Get I so. feel like smoked turkey parts should just be available. You know black people like need those and we don't even just use them specifically for greens but any type of like meat or any type of bean um or dish we 98 percent will use them and we also eat smoked turkey wings so for y'all not to carry this stuff acne mm-hmm. is racist <laughs> and i i i just no. put our word out there because there's no reason why y'all have pork, but y'all don't have turkey. Because what if I have a pork allergy? They don't care. And then that's the first time I see pork in there. So let's get into that, Acme. What are y'all doing? But anyway, I got the greens and the greens is lit. So if you want some or you want the recipe, I'll let y'all know in a later episode. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, make sure you guys follow us. All of our socials are located in the description now. Yep. Stefan has a link tree. I have a link tree. We got links. Please go on over to TikTok and follow me. I'm begging people at this point. I want to be <laughs> TikTok famous. <laughs> and I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I'm going to get there. So you have to go follow me so I can get there. You um, should keep posting like you do. And you'll you'll keep it pimping. Listen, because I told her I wasn't going to do TikTok, but I'm over here. Like, I'm making TikToks. And I need y'all to follow me on TikTok. So, follow me on TikTok. And I have one last thought comment before we wrap this up. Do it. Um, I was watching TikToks because I'm thinking thought about this because we were just talking about it. But y'all, I just want y'all to know that like heightening your vibrations, elevating, and working on yourself, manifesting, like all these things, 
that keep popping up on my um, spiritual TikTok pages. It is not a race. Um, like oh, you are, shit. you are not trying to beat somebody out to enlightenment. That's not the point. The point is that everyone gets enlightened, and everyone has their own journey, and nobody's running on your path. So stay on yours and worry about worry about you. Because the people that are trying to show off as if this spiritual world is like a contest or a um, a race, hi Cam. Um, it's not. It is just. It's your path. It's your way to create um, the best version of you. So don't use yourself in comparison to somebody else as a um, as a template for that. You know what, friend? I think you got next week's episode on deck because <laughs> I personally will read the girls for Phil um, on the TikToks and on the social medias with the spirituality. Mm-hmm. And um, we're oh, we need an episode for that because baby, what I got to say is not going to take five minutes. So, no. Um, no. <laughs> I love that you brought that up, and that's so important. Go at your own pace. Everything is at your own pace. It's no race. We're not racing. Where are we racing to? We're all on different Correct. Paths. Correct. So, um, I love you, best friend. Thank you for loving me and being my friend. Thank you. Um, and I just appreciate you. And I just love that we love on each other. And that Right? Me. It's so, important. It's important. Also, um, check out so, our new logo. Get, you know what? We, we ain't shit, because we didn't even say that in the first I was gonna end it with it, so it was fine. <laughs> Listen, check out this new logo that my friend did because my friend is talented. All my friends are talented. I don't know people that just ain't talented. I don't know nobody that's not cute or talented. I don't Ooh, know. Fair. I, I don't know, but you know. I'll agree with that. You know, spirit be blessing me with the fine, talented people around me. Okay, get into it. Um, no, but anyway. We will see you guys next week. I appreciate you guys for listening. Apologize for Cameron in the background. <laughs> he will eventually be on an episode as his own person. Yes. Um, but, you know, we're going to wrap this up. We love you guys. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Bye.